You're listening to the Marketing for Learning podcast, the only podcast in the world designed to help you increase your capabilities when it comes to marketing in the learning function. We're here to help you make your learners do things they don't want to do. You're welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Marketing for Learning podcast and our mini masterclass series. In this third episode of the mini masterclass, we are going to be discussing the fundamentals of a marketing strategy. As soon as I say strategy to some of my clients, it's like, oh no, Hannah, that's too big, too advanced, and we can't do it. This podcast will prove to you that that is not the case. A marketing strategy will be the difference between your marketing for learning initiatives working okay and working really, really well. A strategy is essentially your marketing game plan. It spans quite a long period of time, so probably six months at minimum, but probably around a year, I would recommend. It focuses on the what and the why of your marketing for learning initiatives. The plan that we'll do later focuses on the how and the when. And your strategy always has your target audience at the heart. Essentially, a strategy is broken down into three key sections. And the first might be the easiest for you to complete. The first section, we focus on where do we want to be? We think about why are we even trying this? Why are we devising this marketing strategy? Why do we think marketing for learning will help us? What's the problem we're trying to solve? In this section of your marketing strategy, you need to include your objectives and your KPIs and all of the standard rules apply here. So if you've ever set a goal or an objective before, you would have heard of SMART goals. So that's making sure that the goals and objectives within your strategy are specific. So let's make sure we're getting down into the nitty gritty of what we're doing and what we want to achieve that they're measurable, that we can actually add some tangible evidence to whether we've we've done them or not, we've achieved them or not, that they're achievable. We can't expect to achieve things like 100% engagement rate. We can't expect to improve our audience's perception of learning by 300% in just 12 months. That's not achievable. And if you've managed it, please let me know how because you're a miracle worker. We need to make sure they're relevant. Our targets here in our marketing for learning strategy need to be about our marketing, our engagement tactics that we're going to use to get people more engaged with the learning we're offering. Our objectives here can't really be about the learning itself. We're not getting involved in that. It's a really, really important part. And as an energy professional, of course, you need to have a phenomenal learning experience If you have great marketing and a terrible experience, it's not going to make an impact for your business, is it? But in your marketing strategy, your objectives need to be about what you want to get from your marketing initiatives. And they need to be timely. We need to know when we want to achieve these by. If we say we want to achieve a 50% engagement rate with our LXP, and that's the end of the sentence... Well, then if we achieve that in 10 years time, we've met our objective, have we not? So let's put some dates on it. Perhaps you want to increase your engagement rate by 5% a month. 
or by 20% over 12 months. Something like that. Let's put a time frame on it so we know what we're dealing with here. The second section of your marketing strategy focuses on where you are now. Many people overlook this section of a strategy, marketers included. It's all fun and games, looking to the future and all this fun stuff we can do. But if we don't look at where we are now, how are we ever going to know how we've improved? What worked, what didn't, and so on. So this is when we talk about benchmarking. You need to look at some of the data that you have that proves where you are right now. Some people are like, oh, I don't want to do that because, you know, I've got really low engagement rate and nobody ever engages with our emails and, you know, we're not doing a very good job. That's fine. We're looking at where you are right now. This is the step to move on and see how you improve. So even if you're a bit like, oh, I don't know if I want to put this in writing, please do it. Please get some tangible data and evidence to show where you are right now with the learning you are offering your target audience. Within this section, you also want to look at your positioning. We have a whole episode of the Marketing for Learning podcast that should help you with positioning. And it's the one all about the value proposition canvas. This is the backbone to the best marketing strategies. And again, this isn't just in a marketing for learning context. Your value proposition canvas looks at what your target audience wants and needs and their fears and their pain points and maps it alongside the features and benefits of your offering and the experience your target audience will have by embracing your offering. So in our context, it's the experience they will have by getting involved with a learning intervention. After you've looked at your value proposition canvas, you really want to think about your competition. And often when I say this to L&Ders, people are like, oh, but, you know, we're the only L&D department, so we send out learning and they take it. There's no competition. That's wrong for two reasons. Your competition isn't necessarily other learning offerings. Your competition is the day job. Your competition is other distractions, it's their emails, it's Netflix, it's their children, it's a whole multitude of things that are vying for your target audience's attention. So we really must consider this in the competition. But secondly to that, you are not the only learning resource. I saw a really great post from our friend John Hinchcliffe recently that was all about how you can learn from TikTok. And it resonated with me so much because I'd been keeping what I thought was a bit of a dirty secret for a while. I learned so, so, so much from Instagram about Microsoft Excel. I can do pivot tables now, I can do VLOOKUPs and all that jazz. I think I'm a genius. And I learned it all from an Instagram story. Your target audience will be doing exactly the same thing. They will be learning from the world around them. They will be learning by leaning over to their colleague and saying, hey, do you know how to do this? They'll be going to Google and to YouTube. So what is it that would make them choose your learning offering over these other instances of learning? There's no right or wrong answer here, but it's really, really important with a marketing mindset to establish, look, I know what's going on. 
and I know what's vying for my, my audience's attention. So make sure you consider it in the where are we now stage of your marketing strategy. And the third step of your marketing strategy is the bit that you're probably all expecting and the fun stuff maybe. And that's where do we want to be? We use the ADL framework here and you've probably heard of the ADA framework, but we added an L on the end. And that stands for attention, interest, desire, action and loyalty. Your target audience will go through each of these stages. They may not start at attention, maybe they're already aware of your offering. But perhaps something you put out within your marketing strategy will invoke desire in them. They want to get involved with that new learning intervention that you're promoting. We need to consider this entire journey and it's something we call the learner decision maker journey. And within the masterclass program, we go through this and think in real detail about what your audience is thinking, feeling, what they're doing at each stage of this funnel. It's a really, really fun exercise. So go through that model and have a think. Where are your audience? Where are they literally? What are they doing? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? Often we like to assume that at the attention stage, people are like, I really need a new learning opportunity. But let's be a little bit real with ourselves. I highly doubt anyone other than an l and is at work thinking, you know what I need to do right now? I need to learn something. They're just trying to get on with their day job, aren't they? Then work through that funnel and establish where your target audience is at each stage. That really helps us map our tactics against the funnel. So we're really hitting our audience at each pivotal stage. We're going to talk a lot more next week about marketing tactics. So this is the thing that most people think marketing is as a whole. And perhaps if this is your first time listening to us or learning anything about marketing, you'll be shocked that we've got all the way to the fourth episode before we've spoken about emails, before we've spoken about banner adverts, posters, all the other marketing tactics that we see in our daily lives, videos, that kind of stuff. But that's the tactics that comes out of our strategy. So if our strategy is to boost awareness with senior leadership, for example, then perhaps the tactics will be more relevant to them. Maybe we'll have a video that goes through their intranet page, or maybe we'll have a specific email that goes to just leaders. Maybe we'll have videos on screens in the head office that really, really tap into the what's in it for me for leaders. But they're all tactics. Our strategy is thinking about the what and the why. Why do we want to do this? What are we doing here? But also, why do our audience care? That needs to come across really, really strongly in your strategy before you even get to the tactics. So as I just mentioned, we're going to go over tactics next week. It's a whole topic within its own right. So if I merge these two together, I'd be rabbiting on in your ear roll for about half an hour. Nobody wants that, do they? So as promised, every week I'm giving you three mini tasks to go away and do. And these ones are a bit beefy this week. Uh, So feel free to reach out if you do need any help or any guidance on it. But the first, your first task of the 
third episode of the mini masterclass series is to start considering your objectives. A good place to start with this might be why are you listening to this podcast? What is it you want to achieve? What is it that made you go, oh, marketing for learning, that sounds like something I can do. That might help me with X. That will help you get to where you want your objectives to be. Your second task is to collate some of that benchmarking data. In L&D, we are so lucky we have a lot of data to our disposal. We have a lot of evidence of where we are right now. So collate it. Take a snapshot of it. Save it somewhere. Even if you're not very happy with it right now, I promise you after implementing this marketing strategy, you will love to see how far you've come. And thirdly, if you haven't done so already, go back, listen to the Value Proposition Canvas episode and create your own Value Proposition Canvas. This will be the backbone of your marketing strategy. So getting it right is super, super important. So make some time and sit down and create your Value Proposition Canvas. I promise you will thank me for it later. As always, that was a whistle-stop tour of what is a very meaty topic in Marketing for Learning. If you have any questions, if there's anything you think, oh, Hannah, I don't get what you meant by that, do reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'd absolutely love to talk to you, and I'm really enjoying some of the questions I'm getting in. So next week, we'll be covering marketing tactics, and that's the stuff I know you guys are going to absolutely love. So I'll see you on the next one, guys. (laughs) 